Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you'll need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. Here with a name you know, Maria Canellis Bennett. We just spoke to Mike. It's up on Fightful.com right now. Now we got Maria. Maria, how you doing? Wonderful. How are you? I am doing awesome. There's so much to talk about. Obviously, Ring of Honor spearheading a, a reinvigoration of their women's division, of course, after a really tough time for everybody in wrestling. And you're, you're a big part of that. We saw you doing commentary. We saw you sort of introduce it. You're, you're heavily involved in this. I am. Um, it's really uh, an exciting time in wrestling for women's wrestling. There's so many talented women out there. So to give them another platform, it's just, it, it's so much fun. We've seen they've they've brought in some new talent. I I spoke to Chelsea Green recently, and she said, "Well, one of my goals is to work for Ring of Honor because I've never worked for Ring of Honor." I mean, that's got to feel good. People who who've got buzz are immediately saying, "No, I want I want to go there. I want to wrestle there." And I mean, mm-hmm. for a place that hasn't had a women's division for a while, because not not because of anything that they've done, but because of the pandemic, that's got to feel pretty good. It does for sure. Um, Ring of Honor has always had that vibe that wrestling comes first and everything else is secondary. Um, the athleticism of it. So I think a lot of people see it as a challenge uh, to come into a company like Ring of Honor with so many technically sound individuals. So it's it's a great challenge to be able to keep up. And I've noticed a lot of women flocking to that opportunity. Can you expand more on, on your role, maybe the discussions that went into that? Because obviously you and you and Mike were just announced to have signed uh, contracts. Mike told me it could end up going through, I think, 2022 if the options picked up and all that. So, I mean, obviously the bo- both sides are very invested in one another. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, so that opportunity with Ring of Honor started with Mike. Um, I wasn't exactly sure what was going to happen with this pandemic, there was actually uh, conversations we had had back and forth where he would just go out on the road and work and not come home um, because we were afraid. Uh, my son, he was under a year when this thing all started. 
Um, he was very young. So we were like, all right, well, maybe we'll just send him out on the road and he can come home every six months after he's been tested a few times. Luckily, that's not what ended up happening. Um, Ring of Honor first started talking with him, seeing if he wanted to come back. And then eventually the discussion started on what my role could be in the company. Um, and when the opportunity arose for me to help out with the women's division, I jumped all over it because I really feel like that is the next transition in my career. Um, I've, I've been a backstage interviewer. I've wrestled. I've done some commentary here and there. I've, I've done announcing for WWE, especially on the overseas tours. Um, and now I'm about 17 years in and um, that's, the next step for me. And luckily I have a fantastic team that I work with. Um, and it's easy because the talent is there. Um, it, and so it's like, um, it, it's like, which one, which one is out there? Which <laughs> one? So that part is probably the most difficult part of my job is trying to narrow down who's the right fit for ring of honor. You're in a very unique situation because you've got this wealth of experience, but I don't think people would say she's an old timer or anything like that. You've got a wealth <laughs> of experience. You can relate to the, these young women who are a lot of them getting their first TV exposure and you've had TV exposure on impact ring of honor WWE, even the new Japan didn't have a women's division. You were on new Japan TV as well. So you have seen how so many different television productions work. I mean, that, that experience seems invaluable. Is that, is that something that was kind of discussed for, for you to lend to these women? Yeah. Um, and also a comfort level too. Um, someone that understands what it is to come in from the very beginning and to learn all of these new skills. I mean, being, um, being in a larger company like ring of honor, that's a skill in itself. Being able to, uh, be ready for what live television uh, can bring to the table. That's another thing that I've experienced. Um, hopefully I will never do the thing where last minute sending them out there with a brand new script, but who knows? I've experienced that as well. So um, yeah, I, I try and give as much uh, information and knowledge as I can. Um, and, you know, I, I've had so many great teachers that, weren't trying to be my teachers. I mean, they were, they were, I just listened. I mean, I, I've worked with everybody from Triple H to Ric Flair to The Rock to Stone Cold to, and I, I, I was a sponge. I just took all that information and I try and piecemeal it to what television is today. So you've returned to Ring of Honor. Of course, you and you and Mike have had an incredible influence on, on multiple companies in recent years. And, and that act has worked really, really well. But I mean, now it, it's something, something new. You, you did like three or four different things just in that uh, women's Wednesday video between like introducing and announcing and all that. And we saw a few really, really great talents. Like Hyann, I was, I was I'm surprised she's not signed already, but like Roxy and Lainey Luck who just went viral uh, like there, there are so many, there's a wealth of great women's talent out there right now. Is there anybody that like over the last year or so being home, you've looked at and you're like, oh my gosh, they, they should be signed. They should be locked up right now. Well, there's, there's many, um, but I don't want to show my hand too much Fair. because it's also exciting for people to witness 
um, the growth and the introduction of these women on uh, Women's Division Wednesday. So I don't want to take away from that excitement. Um, I will have to say that there's a lot of talent out there that definitely deserves to be signed. But there's also a part of me that likes to watch them grow on their own. Um, we always get very shy about taking risks as soon as we're, um, we're in a major company. We, we don't want to go against the grain. We, we don't want to make anybody angry. Um, so as exciting as it is to start signing some of these girls and to build this women's division, there's also going to be a lot of talent that we don't sign right off the bat because we want to see like, all right, where is, where's this girl's career going to go? You know, what, what new moves is she going to try? What, um, new character development is she going to have? And, and just developing as a woman too. Um, so we are going to sign everybody. We're going to constantly bringing, be bringing in new talent. Um, and there will be ones that, of course, stick around for a little bit longer haul. But I also don't want to stop anybody from having that personal growth that you can only have um, on the indies. So you mentioned personal growth and things, things are a lot different than even they were 10 years ago, wherever mm-hmm. somebody's wrestling, there's a camera there. It might not be oh. a TV production, but it might be a camera. It, do you think that's a, a positive or a negative? I mean, obviously they, they get the chance to go back and look at what maybe they did wrong, what they did right. But also there, there are some people that might see someone early in their career and that might just stick like their opinion of them. But granted, Ultimately, it's a promoter who who pays somebody. That, that's the, the opinion that matters. So as far as there being a camera everywhere, um, when I first started in WWE, they filmed the house show matches, but you could only watch it once or twice. Like you would have to get the tape and then you'd watch the match and then hopefully you could watch it again on Monday. Um, but that was it. You didn't have that opportunity to watch it back and go, oof, don't do that again. Yeah. Or, oh, I can fix it this way. Or maybe that move will be more impactful if I get into it different. So um, in that aspect, it's really positive because you can um, you can get better in that way. It's also positive because these women have, they have so many more tools than I did um, when I started. Because there's Twitter and there's um, huge YouTube followings. And um, some of the women that we're bringing in are strictly women I've seen on YouTube and went, Oh my gosh, she's amazing. Um, And others, I'm watching their career grow through Twitter, you know, just little snippets of gifts on Twitter. Um, So, you know, there's, there's the very positive side, but there's also the fear too. Um, Things can happen. You try something in a match. It doesn't go well. And then instantly people jump all over you and they're like, Oh, I wouldn't have done that. That was in poor taste. But how would you ever know if you didn't try it. Yeah. How would you, I mean, of course there are certain things. No, yes. you don't. but um, I, that stuff that's like right there on the edge, you don't know until you try it. So it's tough. On one hand, there's so many positives. On the other hand, it's scary. Yeah. And it, you had mentioned like that we, we talked about like uh, trying new things and We'd mentioned, I didn't even know that even back then that WWE filmed all their house show matches. I know they do now, and they pretty well have to for insurance reasons, like somebody gets hurt or something like that. Did you ever see one of the, like, fabled hidden cameras? I remember, Bati- I think it was Batista and Jericho 
got in trouble for blading and like somebody brought them in and they're like, hey, we saw it. And they showed them an angle that they had never seen on TV before. Did you ever come across one of those? Did you ever like have a talk with them? Like, uh, shouldn't have done this. And we've, we've seen it. <laughs> um, when I was at WWE? Yeah. Or yeah. Any, anywhere that, that maybe it's like, oh man, they, they well, figured you should that out. That you're being recorded. Even yeah. if like, even if you don't think you are or whatever, you should always assume that because now we live in a day that everybody's cell phone is also a, a camera. Mm-hmm. So um, you should always assume that. But long time ago, one of the veterans uh, pulled me aside and showed me where there was a headset and that I could listen to Vince. I could listen to the truck. So Kevin Dunn, I could listen oh. to the producers, all of it. It was just an extra headset that was there in case production needed it. And so sometimes I would go over and I would listen. And um, I always appreciated that because you see the other side and you, you can listen to what really makes a television production good. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean, one of my, my favorite part about this job is getting to learn. I would imagine you get to learn an awful lot by listening to things like that. Even if it's just their personal tendencies and and what goes into creating that show. Because if it's Vince McMahon and Kevin Dunn, well, then pretty well what they say is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Did, you, did yeah. you ever deal with Kevin Dunn? Did you ever, like, deal with him an awful lot? There are some people, like Chelsea, for example, who was like, well, I would hear him a lot, but I wouldn't see him. Well, I actually used to go sit in the truck. So okay. in my first run, I would go and sit in the truck because I was learning um, how to do um, – live interviewing so i would go and sit in the truck and listen to the countdowns that they were giving to uh to jr or to whoever so that i could learn that aspect of it i've always been very interested in the behind the scenes there's so much to it um and and to be able to hear those countdowns and how they were switching to commercials um that was always uh you know it was always available to me in my first uh run with wwe and it seems like that's a pretty good indicator of why you're in the position you are in now because you didn't just you weren't just like oh, i'm gonna wrestle or i'm gonna manage you're like you know what i'll interview i'll ring announce i'll commentate as we've seen and and learning that end as well uh i get the feeling very little of that happened on talk and shop a mania um <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk a little bit about that because when I asked Mike, he was like, I was just there. And they said, do you want to do this? And he said, yeah. So he ran in, which I love. I mean, obviously, you you will live in internet fame forever because of the GIF now, the, the, the famous GIF. But that sort of got played back a little bit. The history got played up. Tell me what that was like, because obviously a lot of you guys were in very similar boats at that point uh, mm-hmm. last year. And it, it felt good. It felt like a full circle moment. Yeah, I mean, I love those guys. They, they just, they have, they know the pulse of the wrestling industry. You know, it's constantly doing a little bit of this, and they know exactly where it's going next. And, um, you know, so that was just fun for people. People needed an escape. Yeah, I yeah. needed an escape. But as we were driving out there, I thought we were going to get killed because it's like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And so, then um, it was my first time out. Like I literally just stayed at home with my son and was like, no, we're, I'm not going on the road. I'm not doing anything. So that was the first time I had actually went out into the world. 
And I was like, okay, this is terrifying. Um, but yeah, I mean, they gave me full reign of what we were going to do. We knew we were going to dance. We just didn't know how we were going to get into it. So, um, I actually think it's more of like a trance he puts on me of like, Oh, we're going to do this. And then, um, so much fun. Hope to do it again. Uh, those guys are great. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait till the next one, even though it'll be horrible. I'm sure. Yeah. It'll be the worst thing ever. And I'm very excited for it. Uh, the, now they're in impact or doing some stuff with AEW, uh, obviously you ended up in ring of honor. What's your relationship like with impact? I know that when you left, it was a completely different regime than what there is now. So for example, uh, Lisa Marie, the former Victoria 10 years ago, she said, I'll never work for TNA again. Well, that was like four regimes ago. So you never know how that, that goes. Do, do you have like a positive relationship with them? Because we do see a lot of integration between companies these days. I do. I mean, we left on great terms. I, um, appreciated everything that they did for me. Um, I think it's a fantastic company. So many great talents came out of there. Um, so I left on really good terms. Um, the only thing was the money and, you know, uh, this is a, it's still a business. So like we left because of that. So it wasn't like, Oh, I'm so angry. It was like, okay, well, I'm going to go make some money so I can buy a house. Sound good. Good. Um, and that was, that was how we ended it. So I still have a great relationship with them. Um, and I think, you know, everything they're doing with AEW is, it's fantastic. You know, that, that crossover gives the wrestling fans a little bit of spice and, um, shows, you know, matchups that they wouldn't usually see. So this is, this is fun. And I remember reading somewhere at the time that like you all, maybe you all, or Mike had a conversation with Kevin Owens that maybe led to you all heading to uh-huh. WWE. Uh, he seems like a pretty good moral compass in pro wrestling, a good dude. Uh-huh. Uh, how did that go? So um, I'm not I'm not exactly sure uh, when it happened, but uh, so we were just uh, talking with him, like, you know, are you, are you enjoying yourself over there? Are you really? And this was the time that like, the all the guys that had came in from um, Ring of Honor and Impact were doing really well. AJ yeah. was doing great, and Kevin was doing great, and so, so all of them were doing really well. So we asked Kevin, like, you know, can would it be good for us? And so um, he was like, Yeah, it's great. We're doing all the stuff. And so we came in, and that was like the the turning of it not oh, being yeah. so good. <laughs> because <laughs> like we came in, and Matt came in, and Drew, and like Drew's done great, but yeah. like. Um, there was a bunch of us that, you know, we went there and it was, it was okay. There were moments, but everybody had been, you know, uh, doing really well and then seemed like something came to a halt. So, um, but you know, it's not Kevin's fault. Kevin's no. great. I yeah. adore it. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it just didn't work out for us. Whatever. Wonderful fella. He is. He, he's just, he's just a good dude. And I mean, there there were rumors like before that era that WWE didn't want anything to do with anybody that had been in TNA, which seems pretty hard to avoid these days because everybody like everybody's that made an appearance for Ring of Honor or TNA Impact or AEW Dark or something like that. So obviously that's out the window. If they're talented, they get hired as long as they're not problematic. Is that something that you guys had heard back then? And was that was that some, was that like a hurdle you thought you had to overcome or because you had established relationships there before it wasn't no i mean by that point it was starting to change anyway yeah. i mean there was so much like aj and kevin they really like 
broke down those barriers already. So, I mean, and you can even go back to like punk and then uh, Daniel Bryan, like they really started that. And then like by Kevin and AJ, it was really good. Um, and now I feel like WWE just picks up people before they even get too much buzz. They're like, yeah. no, give me those. <laughs> you know, like, um, anybody that starts to get a little bit of buzz, it seems like WWE picks up. Um, so I don't think, I don't think it's even a thing anymore. And for us, it wasn't really a thing. I, I can't count the number of times in the last year that promoters, like any promoters or trainers would be like, keep your eye on this person and I'll reach out to them because I want to develop a connection and interview them. And they're mm-hmm. like, I'd love to, but I can't. And I'm like, Oh, you've been signed. <laughs> it's like, it's not going to come out for a month, but you've been signed. Yep. And it, it happened with like Lacey Ryan. It happened with, with who is now Zoe Stark, a lot of talent. And they've got to, ju- they've got to do it because otherwise ring of honor is going to pick them up or AEW or impact. So that that competitiveness seems to have done very good things for everybody. Oh yeah, it gets more jobs for people, and that's the most important thing. I mean, yeah. people should be, you know, having, uh, being able to pay their bills and have very good dinners. You know, like that's that's important. Um, it's it, but it's also like it's taking away that experience on the indies, which yeah. is like, so you're you're doing this because you. You don't want too many people that have been brought in with the same system because they're taught exactly the same way and they're not able to pick from a little bit over here and a little bit over there and then make that um, that character, that wrestling style. Um, so, you know, it's it goes both that ways. It really does. Did you work much with Dixie Carter in TNA, like specifically? Like, I'm always so fascinated by her and people have wonderful things to say about her. Oh, yeah. She's a wonderful family woman. I mean, she loves her kids. She loves the people that she works with. Um, She called me after she texted me after both of my kids texted me after we were released from WWE. I mean, she's one of the first people that contact me. And like, same thing with Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor is always like the first ones, like either um, whether it be Joe Coff or uh, other Ring of Honor executives, they're the first ones that is like life change, just congratulations or hope you're doing well. Um, Never received any of that from WWE. Um, But, you know, I, so for Dixie, Dixie's a, she's a wonderful person. I find it incredibly endearing that her handle is still TNA Dixie as well. Like, I think that's like the sweetest thing ever. Uh So something that did emerge and not so positive about WWE is the trash bag situation. And you put out there that that happened to you too. Um, Twice. Twice. (laughs) So this was a practice long ago, obviously before some of the people who were in charge. Do you think that they had any real awareness that this is the way that it was done from, from a systemic perspective? standpoint or do you think it just happened like that i'm gonna be very careful about how i word this sure um because i think that it's important for people to understand the facts of the matter and um not just make assumptions i've received two boxes with trash bags in them of my stuff this stuff is the gear that i leave at the show um in a drawer because I don't want to travel with it because it's too expensive um, and it weighs too much to be flying back and forth. Um, you know, gear is very expensive. The people that make it, they spend a lot of time making it. So, uh, you know, uh, that's why we leave it there. 
So I've received two boxes with my gear in it in a trash bag. So I think the bigger issue is that if they didn't know that this was the practice, that's a problem. Yeah. If they knew it was a practice, that's a problem. You should know what is happening with your former employees, whether it be how they're getting their stuff or whether there is an exit interview, which I have had at any other job that I have left to find out, were you treated well? Is there anything you would like to discuss? Um, you know, would you like to talk about how, you know, your interactions were with management? Management should know what is going on with their employees and with their former employees. Um, and the trash bag is symbolic of how WWE feels when you're out the door. Um, and I feel like that is, that's the biggest issue. Mickey said the exact same thing in the sense that she thought it was symbolic of how she was treated for the last three years of her career. I think it was uh, the last run of her career. So um, in WWE. So I think that's the bigger issue. Um, and that to me is the thing that they really need to look into is why aren't they doing exit interviews like every other job? Why aren't they making sure that when people receive their stuff, either those individuals should be able to go and pick their stuff up. Like most jobs, you go and you take your box and you fill your stuff up out of your office and then you take it home with you. Or why isn't it sent um, nicely wrapped like I receive you know, uh, boxes from clothing companies? So um, that's the bigger issue. And why don't they know if they don't know? It seems very easy. I manage a staff too. You talk to somebody on their way out. You figure out how to fix whatever may have caused this from each end. And mm -hmm. I don't think it's controversial to say I talk to dozens of frustrated, creative WWE wrestlers on a monthly basis. Do you think that exit interviews like that could help uh, maybe stifle some of that frustration and, and get them to maybe contribute a little bit better to those creative minds in the future. Because ultimately it does come down to like one guy and what he wants and who he wants to use. But do, do you think it that because of that, that the exit interviews would help or would it be almost a moot point or is it something they should do at the very least as a courtesy? They should do it. They should also have record of it. Yeah. They should have records of how their employees feel, um, you know, and not only for former employees, but they should also have record of how their employees feel that work for the company. I mean, my sister is in a, uh, a corporate job and I know that they definitely do progress reports. They do, uh, they do interviews on how things are going. Performance audits all the time. That that is important. Um, I, I guess they get away with it because we're independent contractors, um, but that's not necessarily good. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there's? Do you think there might be fear of retaliation within the company if they did do those? Like like you said, just to catch up. How you feeling? How you doing? Where could we improve? Because I mean, obviously, there are some wrestlers who don't want to talk to a person like me on camera because of what I report and all that stuff. They don't want retaliation within the company. 
And if their face is on the camera doing that, even within the company, there might be somebody that they fear, well, they can get held down. They can have their creative affected, anything Isn't like that. Isn't that a s- systemic problem, though? Yeah, big time. I mean, that that's the issue at the end of the day. I mean, people have outside HR all the time. Of that's, course. You know, especially billion-dollar companies. Like, they don't want to touch that. That's, I mean, part of my, my degree was HR mm-hmm. um, and you have an outside company. If you're fearful of that, you have an outside company that comes in and does these audits. Um, and I think, I think it's something they need to look into. Um, and it's something that, you know, they'll probably never do. Uh, but for me, um, you know, being in the role that I have now, I, I take it very seriously how everyone feels as a person and wants to be heard. Um, I take it very seriously a person's, you know, uh, their health in the ring, their mental health, their how they want to, you know, be seen creatively. This is important. This is a person's life. Um, We all like to pretend like wrestlers are fake characters on TV that aren't real human beings, but we're still human beings at the end of the day. Um, and to not be treated like trash should be like the number one thing any, but any company is trying to do is not treat anybody like trash. The number one thing a company should be trying to do is take care of their employees because the happier your employees are, the better they perform. Yeah. And you can... It doesn't matter what company you work for. If you work for, if you work at a restaurant, you work at a college, you work wherever. The number one thing is the happier your employees are, the better they perform. And uh, I've seen people say, well, I, I don't think that Vince McMahon or anybody knew that the trash bags were happening, but that's pretty reflective of why there's a shakeup in talent relations and PR right now, because in ta- it's good talent relations to know that this is happening because like you said those conversations after the fact needed to happen talent relations shouldn't just be current talent relations should be former talent relations as well it should be especially um, nowadays uh, with social media and um, with how easy it is to um, just get on a zoom call with somebody and be like hey you know just doing a follow-up um but I also think like we got to be careful to pinpoint it on one guy. Sure. Because he's been in the role for how many years? I received my first trash bag in 2010. Who was the head guy back then? Uh, probably the I'm head sure guy right you, now. I'm sure you can do the math on that. Yeah. So um, we should probably be careful not to pinpoint it on just one person. Because this has been a practice for, I think... I think Gail said 15 years. Yeah. Um, so uh, this has been in place for a long time. In, and I, I I've never received a, a phone call uh, follow-up that was from an HR person. Um, I've, I've never, you know, I've never received a phone call to check in on me to see how, um, you know, when I was ready to come back after my maternity leave, I I've never received any of that. So, um, this is more, uh, this is a bigger problem than, uh, one person. Sure. Yeah. I completely agree with that. There were some positive things about WWE that I want to ask you about. You appeared in the Royal rumble and 
technically, you are the only female 205 Live branded person to appear in a Royal Rumble. I'm not sure if you know that, but... Well, thank you. Yeah. Yes. You know, I have all these weird, like, the only one that's yeah. ever wrestled. And, you know, like, I have these weird things that I don't even realize. So thank you for that. Oh, on Wikipedia, you're the only person with a purple brand next to them uh, for for the women's side anyway. And uh, I've put together a couple features about the Royal Rumble, and I'm so fascinated about this because the women's Royal Rumble, completely different beast, completely different from a booking standpoint, biologically, like, I mean, there, there are different ways that the women's Royal Rumble works. How did you find out you were going to be in this Royal Rumble? Um, oh gosh, I don't know. Um, I, I can't answer that. I'm sorry. I'm sure it was just a text message. I I'm sure it was a text message from Mark Carano. Cause you weren't, Um, you weren't advertised beforehand. So it was a bit of a surprise to hear your music hit. And, yeah. and you're out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I don't remember exactly how it was. Um, but I was, I, I had new clothes and everything was, you know, I was ready to go. So um, no, it was, it was exciting. All, like coming back and wrestling, um, especially because I don't take it so seriously anymore. So much fun. And all, all due respect to Mike, you didn't get the bushwhacker spot. You were in there for a while. Uh I- Yeah, I I was in there for a minute. (laughs) You were in there for about eight minutes, and me and Mike were laughing about that, about how he was told he would get the bushwhacker spot in Saudi Arabia. You hadn't wrestled in a while. I mean, was this just second nature to you? You're like, nah, I can do this in my sleep. We're good. I was taken care of. I was was (laughs) really well taken care of. Um, I had been training, um, and yeah, I, I was taken care of by the other girls. Like... They they were so lovely to me. They they just took care of me. So this was way different than the Royal Rumble the year before because I know that the year before it was kind of like they were paying homage to a lot of the years past and rightfully so people who had contributed and maybe didn't get their roses when they did. This year's that year's was a lot different because it was leaning more heavily on NXT and NXT UK talent. Were you mm-hmm. meeting a lot of these people for the first time? Because I know that they they did rehearsals before this some yeah i mean but some i had known from the indies too so it was it was a little bit of both and like when when all was said and done like who helped who was helping put this match together i had heard in the past like jamie noble has helped with rumbles in the past but how has that changed because it used to be just pat patterson and nobody else Hmm. um you know i believe uh i believe tj was there to help with it too so um, it was a it was a collective effort for sure. Talk about somebody getting his roses, man! People are really putting him over for his his work with the women's division lately. He seems to be really in tune with that. Yeah, he, he is for sure. Like he and he fights for the girls. So like I and that's fit always fought for us girls. So that's the biggest part about it is you know fighting, knowing what the girls can do, and fighting for it. Also, another memorable moment of the WWE run was the Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins spot. And I was told that Becky Lynch was was like, are you sure you want to do this? Make sure you're comfortable with this. What sticks out in your mind about that? Because obviously that was a big life moment for you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's funny. <laughs> when I was doing it, I was terrified that, you know, miscarriages usually happen before 10 weeks. And I was very early on. 
Um, and, and they usually say, wait until 12 to 13 weeks to start telling people to just get out of that first trimester. So that was, um, that was the most terrifying part of it. That like most people would be like, oh, you're in front of millions of people. And but no, the most terrifying part to me was just making sure my baby was safe. Um, and now Carver is huge and he's over a year old and, um, it's, it's, he's amazing and I wouldn't change it for the world. Uh, but that was, that was my biggest fear was to go out there and make this big announcement and then to end up having a miscarriage. So, um, but other than that, everybody else was amazing. Like Becky is a, she's a professional to, to her core, like, and I adore her. And then, you know, Seth is great too. So um, all of that was fun. And, you know, even the stuff with Mike and uh, being in the ring with him. And it was like our first big moment that we had had in the company. And so all of that was amazing. And at the time we didn't know that they were just going to toss us to the side. Um, we thought this was the beginning of something really special. So um, for me, it was really exciting, but also terrifying. Do you think you gave Becky and Seth baby fever? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I think they were ready. Um, You know, I think that was, uh, you know, I I don't, I don't like to talk about people's uh, personal, but I think, you know, it's a blessing. It really is couple another couple of good people there and usually as as we've seen with with Lacey Evans if you're pregnant you're off tv you're done you're not at an angle that was not the case with you did you did you push to stay involved in tv or did they they like ask you to I pushed I I'm not a sit home person um I've been blessed to have two pregnancies that I could still travel um some people can't Um, and I was cleared to be on the road until 26 weeks. So, um, doctors know everything. Um, WWE had approved it to, uh, 24 weeks, I believe. Um, but I was off TV before that. Um, but yeah, I pushed to stay. Um, I, I can't sit at home very long without being, uh, starting to lose my mind. So last year was interesting. Oh man. And and now everything, I mean, obviously things have taken a turn for the better after maybe a frustrating creative WWE period. You got you got healthy children, you're you're in Ring of I Honor. Mean, I don't so I was upset um when it happened. I was upset for a couple months, but I quickly got over it. Um because like it's done. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's really no point in it. Um because it is done. And, um, now what I'm doing is just so important to me working with the women's division and ring of honor is incredible. Um, women's division Wednesday got such a good response yes, last night for women that have never performed in, um, ring of honor. Like that was really exciting. One of them was 19 years old. Um, I think she might actually be my daughter's favorite and I'm talking about Roxy. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, so none of it matters in the grand scheme of things in WWE because what I'm doing now is just so much more important to me. And the women of our, the the women's tournament is coming up soon. Yes. Got, got a lot of good. Th- I'm so excited for that. I and know it's it's tough. Like yeah. it, uh, we're coming down to the wire when uh, when it comes to looking at talent out there, and so each week 
everyone else is getting a taste of what we've been witnessing at these um, Ring of Honor tapings. Um, Cause we filmed these matches, the, this match in January. So this match is from January. And then um, next week's, week's match um, is a really good one too. Uh, and we actually filmed that last month. So like uh, it's a little bit of um, witnessing who we brought in and then also our veterans. Um, and that's that's really exciting to see. And they're so happy to be working and like working in the ring again yeah. and um, having these incredible matches. Um, I'm excited for the Angelina and Quinn match. Um, Quinn's been training like crazy to get ready for it. Um, you know, and, and Angelina just seven-time champion. Like it's it's quite the matchup. It really is. Quinn is such a social media savant too. Like her stuff pops up on my explore and my wife's explore on like Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. So, uh, I mean, I think that's very cool. You got other names that have been around. Obvi- uh, unfortunately she's been hurt, but Maria Manic is, is around as well. And uh, looking forward to hope, hopefully she gets back in there. But I mean, I remember even th- this has been something that's had a lot of consideration put into it because they wanted to do this tournament last year around WrestleMania time. And unfortunately that got put off. So, I mean, there's been a ton of thought put into this. Yeah. And it's changed throughout because at that time, you know, different girls um, that were in it are now signed. And like, yeah. <laughs> that's like you put it all back together and um, having, having the show on YouTube right now is great because anybody can watch it, you know, yes. anybody, you don't have to find it on, um, on your TV at home or whatever, you can watch it while you're, um, you know, on, on your phone or computer or whatever. So, um, yeah, we're, we're excited about it. We'd love hearing the feedback from everybody. Yeah. It is very easy to watch ring of honor show guys. You call, you can always just go to their website. Uh, that's huh? if, if I ever miss it locally, I'm able to check it out there. Of course, fight like it, it's yeah. all over the place. So make sure you guys check it out. Maria, I want to thank you so much. You've been so generous with your time. Uh, guys, every Wednesday, a new women's match over on uh, Ring of Honor's YouTube. As she mentioned, there's already a great one up. Maybe two by the time you guys have seen this, but just incredible stuff. Really looking forward to it. Maria, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate it. Until next time, guys, we're out. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.